0: Hello and welcome. You're listening to Then Again, What Do We Know?, a podcast that's all about exploring the human experience from an unofficial point of view. Your hosts are Mer and Breanne Griebel, that's me. And we hope you'll sit back, relax, and just ponder what we're talking about. As we explore new ways of looking at life, we're hoping that you will do the same. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello, and welcome to Then Again, What Do We Know? I am Brianne Griebel, and with me is Mer Monson. Hello, Mer. Hey. Diving in real professional right off the bat. Uh, so, um, wait, what were we going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Not so much for the professional. Oh, giving up. Yeah, I derailed it 20 seconds in. Um, <laughs> giving up. We were going to talk about giving up. <laughs> Apparently, my brain gave up right from the start.
1: I thought for a second you said getting up.
0: That we could okay. do either
1: of those actually.
0: <laughs> you know, it's it's two sides of the same coin. Oh yeah. When you give up, you don't really get up, so <laughs> That's too funny. Um So yeah, so what do you what do we mean by giving up, Mer? You kinda threw this out there. Like what what uh what popped in for you when you were like, let's talk about giving up. I guess it
1: came to mind because uh, I think probably, like most humans, I have a few um, pieces of my life or areas of my life where I really you know I've felt a lot of stuck, you know it's the same old thoughts recycling and recycling and recycling
0: mm-hmm.
1: and wanting to see something new, wanting to move beyond it, wanting to play with having a different experience um, and yet being unsuccessful for all my efforting. Mm-hmm. And and I've just gotten curious about, well, what about giving up? Mm-hmm. And I, I guess it popped in because of a few pockets of experience over the past few years and, and in my life of intentionally or not intentionally really setting something down and walking away for a while. Mm-hmm. Or even a in a of a fe- in a feeling of walking away for good, mm-hmm. and then, boom, something moves. But it it seems like there there's some kind of threshold moment where you. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's one of my questions: is is what not only what's on offer when you do that, or what's possible when that happens? But, but what is it that allows us? to take our hands off something and, and let life work on it, (laughs) you know, set our mind at rest from it for a while. What is it that allows us to do that?
0: Well, I was just thinking it's, it's, I feel like there's kinds of different shades of this because there, I feel like there is the kind of giving up as a strategy. (laughs) Like, listen, I got nothing. So let me try nothing. (laughs) Let me, let me actually give up. Um, Which is different, isn't it? Yeah, that conscious like I'm taking my hands off the wheel. You know, the the story I shared a few episodes ago where um I was my car was sliding in the snow and I literally just like took yeah. hands, hands off the wheel, feet off the pedals. I'm like I give up. I can't I'm not I can't do this and it just, you know, the car righted itself. Um but that conscious like I'm done. I have nothing else to do. I don't know what else to do, so I'm done. And then I feel like there's sometimes the the version where life it just, you don't, like life, you just try and try and try. And you just get to the end of your rope. You don't even necessarily have that recognition of you've given up. You just.
1: You just get really tired. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> just. Um, and I don't even know if there's necessarily a conscious, like, I'm done. Um.
1: Yeah, it can happen either way, can't it?
0: Yeah. And I, uh, you know, as far as the strategy kind, I can't, I'm remembering this story. Um, uh, people in the three P world, um, will have heard of George Pransky, um, who's a, a favorite human of mine. And he was sharing a story about, I think he was working with actual rocket scientists or something in that vein. And he was talking about life and, and the things we talk about on our podcast in his way. And, um, he was the first thing he was like telling people is like, have you noticed a lot of times, like when you give up or when you're not trying or when you're not even thinking about something, ideas will come to you. Solutions will come to you. Thoughts will come to you when you're not working on it. You're not deliberately consciously working on it. And to try to illustrate the point, he's like, have you ever noticed how many ideas come to you in the shower? Like you're not thinking about anything except, you know, doing your thing in the shower and something will come to you—an idea, a thought. Um, and then he tells the humorous story that, in all seriousness, the the, the team he was working with the, afterwards, the supervisor came up with him and is like, "You know, I really loved what you shared there. I really like that. Really like that whole idea." And then with all seriousness, asked him, he's like, "So, how many times a day do you think I should have my guys get in the shower?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that it were so easy. is <laughs> like, "I think you kind of missed the point." Um, but he said, he, you know, he worked with them for a little while and then he, you know, was kind of done and he went back a little while later to check in and see how they were doing. And he said, it was really interesting, he was just kind of observing them and they would be working on these very complex problems. And he would actually hear somebody say like, you know, working on something, talking to somebody, can't figure it out. And somebody go like with all, in all genuineness, like, have you tried giving up yet? And the person would be like, oh, you're right. I probably should walk away. Like as a strategy, like, have you tried? stopping <laughs> you tried to stop working on this um and i think yeah. people overlook like it really does look like so much is up to us that if we st- like the giving up sounds like a deflating thing it looks um you yeah, know, you, defeated and
1: you think you it'll know, be dead lost. in the water
0: yeah you lost you, you lose you're a failure um, you're not going to get what you want. You know, all kinds of stuff comes up in in the phrase of giving up. But to to consider, like, no, it might be a really good thing. <laughs> is an interesting yeah, idea. It, it
1: almost seems like we have to have a little bit of um, I don't know what to call it—faith, trust—that <laughs> that something will happen if we leave it alone that it isn't dead in the water per se
0: yeah and you know sometimes it's interesting in the in the times of my life where i've actually you know consciously and deliberately walked away um or just times i'm like you know reach that exhaustion point and just basically i'm like i can't <laughs> i got nothing left in the tank um it's interesting that I feel like one of two things always happens. Either you you do walk away and you realize it was okay for you to walk away. And that thing that you were striving so hard for or wanting to attain or felt like you needed to have, you get a glimpse of your life without it happening and recognize you're okay. It's okay that you don't have that. It's okay it didn't happen that way. Like something else replaced it or it just it was fine. Or... Some kind of shift of perception. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally fine. Or something out of the blue pops up and then you're off and running with it again. I feel like that's the only two things that ever really happen, unless we're ruminating over it in our minds about like, I think about my my acting and stand up comedy career. Um, you know, I went to L.A. to pursue acting and then fell in love with stand up comedy, and I did that for a hot minute, uh, and then i i I kind of got burnt out a little while for a little while and started to pursue other things. And for a couple years, I ruminated on like, oh, I just. I didn't give it the all, you know, my all. I didn't really, you know, maybe I'm not the kind of person who can stick to stuff because I really did want to do it. And, you know, uh, maybe I don't know how to work hard like I thought I did. And for a couple of years, that was in the background um, (laughs) because I'm like, I didn't want to give up, but I did. (laughs) (laughs) And And then a little while later, I was just like, oh no, that was just a beautiful phase of my life. I took away so many things from that, that I use and and has helped me in my life now but it it just had a time and a place and for me it didn't go beyond that and that's fine
1: (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's that same old thing of life moves us and then we make up a whole bunch of stuff about it Mm -hmm. well is it
0: i'm just sitting here thinking about the actual words giving up yeah what What does that even mean? Like giving, what am I giving and why is it up? It
1: almost (laughs) sounds like a prayer.
0: Right? It does. I've never really. I have never
1: thought that before.
0: Thought about the words giving up. It's like, I am letting go of this. I'm extending it outward and throwing it up in the air.
1: You know, one of the memories that's coming to mind (laughs) for me is, Many, 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 many moments when my children were little, and I would be trying so hard to get something to go a certain way, you know, to make them not fight or to get them to do this or to stop this pattern from happening, you know, just trying to control something that <laughs> laugh out loud <laughs> is completely uncontrollable. <laughs> like you're know, trying to force my will on it, and then I would. Inevitably, because it wasn't possible, I would hit a moment of giving up out of exhaustion. You know, just like I literally ran out of steam. And my, my biggest memory of those moments is just this flood of peace. Mm. Like physical, like my whole body would just settle and melt as my mind did that as well. But it's it's really hitting me that I guess you can use it as a strategy, but I think when something feels really precious, it has to be a genuine giving up in order for the system to take over. Mm. Like I, I noticed that I, I can't force myself to get there.
0: Yeah, but I find the, the more I understand what I'm quote-unquote giving it up to, The easier that is.
1: Yeah, so describe what you're giving it up to.
0: Well, you know, and it kind of goes back to the stuff we talked about in the episode when we talked about um, faith. It's the recognition that I, like there is so much more to existence than I. I am not really in charge. Whatever is beyond me is so much better at um, life than I am (laughs) that once you realize like that is your, it's your, it's your co-creator it's your co-conspirator it's your co-organizer and, and really it's doing 99.9999% of the work anyway. And when you're giving it up, you're just kind of releasing that 0.0001% that you tried (laughs) to turn into a (laughs) hundred percent.
1: Like the kid in the shopping cart.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, and again, and I, I know what you mean, like when, when something does feel important or precious or, you know, whatever, it, it, of course, it, you lose sight of that. At least I know I do. I lose sight of that. So then it can't be a strategy or something that I will relinquish easily. <laughs> or relinquish so that. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> I exactly. Mean, you have to let go of the whole stick. Not, yeah. You know, not not where not where the river's gonna end up. You can't even Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it, it makes sense to me that... Because if we look at the words giving up, well the opposite of that to me looks like holding down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, gripping tight are the words yeah. in my head. Yeah. And it's and I think both of those like there's neither is actually good or bad, I don't think, because uh, if it looks like holding down or holding on or gripping is kind of keeping you afloat, then of course you're going to do that. Like, and sometimes like me taking charge and making stuff happen and being a part of the process, I enjoy that. Like, I don't want to give that up. Um, I just saw a post from somebody talking about this stuff and basically he was saying, stop trying to make stuff happen because that is you seeking. when you stop seeking, life will come to you. He's like, so stop trying to make stuff happen. And my thought in my head was like, but I really like trying to make stuff happen sometimes. <laughs> like, but what if it's fun? What if I'm enjoying it's trying so to make human. stuff happen? Right? Uh, I like trying to make stuff happen. It's just really good to know that if it ain't happening, <laughs> uh, that's fine.
1: It's not a big deal.
0: Yeah, it's fine. Life, um, just life, you know, the, the, it's an interesting place to explore where do you end and the rest of all existence begins, you know, like all of existence has figured out all of existence. That's a pretty, that's a pretty extraordinary feat. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, and you are a part of that. And you get to explore like how much of that, like where do you end and that begin? Where is that line? Is it a line? How blurry is it? But that, whatever all of that other existence stuff is that makes stuff happen and brings stuff into and out of existence, like that's got you. That's got it. Like it will, it's not like when you give up, like life just ceases. <laughs> all motion, yeah. all motion and movement. <laughs>
1: I'm really noticing that, that giving up is, is really only a mental exercise. Mm. I mean, it's, it's a mental event. Yeah. <laughs> it has nothing to do with who's running the show. Because <laughs> yeah. life is always, as you said, doing 99.9 whatever percent.
0: Yeah, it's 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 giving up the illusion that you were in charge in the first place. <laughs> yeah. That you were the one yeah. doing the hard lifting and the heavy work and the figuring out and the controlling Some, and the Somehow
1: that makes it more friendly for me. Yeah. It, it it just feels easier. It's like I'm not actually handing you a million dollar diamond. I'm just handing you the picture I was holding. of it, knowing that you've always been the one holding it, you know, life.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate that we have turned like never give up into a mantra, hard work, determination, force, will to get what you want out of life. I think that's an unfortunate mindset we've tricked ourselves into thinking that's a good one like i said i don't think it's wrong you can play in that territory like i'm really gonna make this happen but if you don't have that other perspective that we're talking about that's gonna kick your ass in some way shape or form
1: wow yeah well and you just you think about you know, the cycle of life, that things are born and they die, they come into being and they go out of being. And like never giving up, it doesn't fit. (laughs) It's not natural Mm. to how things actually work. Mm. Mm. And yet there is... I kind of like it. I don't know if this is going to make any sense, but I kind of like it in the context of behind any particular doing or goal. You know, like when, when we are more aware of what's actually running the show of life and the infinite ways that it's holding and moving and caring for us, we, we don't, we don't tend to find ourselves in a space of globally giving up. Do I mean that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I mean that. Cause actually a few minutes ago I was thinking, I wonder how much of a state of giving up is possible to live your life from like as a, as a general mode of operating.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, but, I think, a but yeah, of- I
1: get—I don't know—I'm talking about too many things at once. But they're, but but I I love you know like I I'm not going to give up on love. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm I'm not going to give up on the possibility of what the next moment's going to bring.
0: Well, it's an interesting question. Like what what is it that we actually have the ability to give up on?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the question behind it, isn't it?
0: Because it strikes me, it's like—I mean, I might think I could give on, up on love, but you know, if you—if anybody's listened to the episode of, that we talked about, love on—I mean, I could give up on an idea of love, but love is the thing that carries you. Like that's my word for it. You can replace it with anything. God is what carries you. Existence is what carries you. Uh, yeah, I know evolution, really like, thing. like, but that's right. So, yeah, it seems to me the only thing we're ever really giving up on are our own ideas about how it should go or how it should feel, or how it should look. Like, we're not actually giving up on anything that you can give up on.
1: <laughs> and once again, that that's so... Um, that That's not that hard.
0: Well, no, you're not doing it anyway. It's like, it, we could talk about this, but it's, it's still not you that's giving up. It's just an idea gave up on an idea. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean.
1: Like, it, it, it's it doesn't sound that difficult to just release a thought, you know, even if you've carried it for a lot of years, it's still just a thought, just a belief, just an idea.
0: And, and it goes back to kind of what I always say in my mind is, is like when you rele- when you realize, when you internalize, when you, when it clicks, when the penny drops, however you want to say it on something true, with a capital T. What came before it just no longer makes sense. It just doesn't look the same anymore. So when you have your own recognition of the stuff we're talking about, when you have your own recognition of like, you're okay, like life is carrying you, life is doing all the heavy lifting anyway. Um, you're only giving up on it. When you realize that for yourself, there's nothing you actually have to do. You, you don't consciously do anything. You just recognize, like, you, you, you lost the form of a concept because you saw the concept wasn't true. And then we call that you gave up. Or you let it go.
1: Yeah, you're not actually taking an actual boulder out of your backpack.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> <setting it> down. <laughs> yeah. And that, you know, that points to me, that the, kind of to go back to the beginning, the difference between giving up as a strategy... Versus just the recognition of that's the only same thing to do.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's almost like when we do it as a strategy, we're writing we're on our own skepticism. Yeah, you're, uh, you're putting down one boulder, You
0: just, but you are picking up another. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to I'm going to put this one down, but this one looks easier to carry. So I'm hoping by giving up, I will still get what I want. So you're putting down the, I'm going to do it this way, boulder, and picking up the, I hope it happens because I gave up, boulder. <laughs>
1: uh, it's a little bit of a trite version, isn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's, and you can tell you're doing that because... And and again, you're not going to stop. Like I've totally done that myself. Like, and I will again. You're gonna. We're always trying to outwit ourselves. Oh my gosh! Yes. (laughs) Always trying to outwit ourselves. We're always trying to strategize ourselves someplace, um, whether consciously or behind the scenes. We are really trying to do this whole life thing very hard. But there is something about the recognition of truth that helps you see, like, oh, that's not. It's not at all necessary to do it that way.
1: Yeah, and instantly results in trying less hard.
0: <laughs> yeah, well and that's and then it goes back to that um what you talked about, about that peace. About that when when you genuinely give up because and again, you might not even consciously recognize that's what you're doing, but if you're trying to get your kids to do stuff and recognizing it ain't working, and so you genuinely give up because why keep doing something that's not working? That's where that peace comes from. That's it's a like the recognition of truth, whether you know, you can really connect the dots or, or not like the recognition of truth just soothes your soul. And I, I just,
1: yeah. And and it's harder to notice that it's there when we're endlessly trying and and endlessly trying to make things turn out a certain way and trying to hold it and gripping tight. And it's just, it, looks to me like it's just more difficult to notice that actually something's already holding it all and mm. moving it all
0: yeah it is funny how you don't notice it until you notice it you don't realize what you're doing until you realize what you're doing like Even i think of, it's um, so obvious <laughs> once, well, you yeah, once, it. you, once you see or feel the difference it's obvious i like i was um i've been um doing these like relaxation exercises and i have just, you know, cause I just, I'm actually honest, just been really enjoying them. I find them very peaceful. Um, and it, you know, it was just, it was basically kind of like a guided meditation and the, the person was like, you know, just relax and, you know, relax from the top of your head and then relax your eyebrows and then relax your jaw. And until she said, relax your jaw, I did not realize how tense my jaw was. I was oblivious to it. But then she said, relax your jaw. And I kinda of went, Oh damn, I was really I had a lot of tension in there. It's kind of funny, like you don't realize it till you realize it. So that kind of comes back of like you can't do much unless you see something. <laughs> and then once you see something, the doing happens of itself.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Noticing's our superpower.
0: It is. Yeah. And I don't know how you make yourself notice. But there is, again, something about recognizing how how valuable that gift that we have is, like the awareness, like that we are that awareness. There's something about recognizing that that mm-hmm. seems to enhance it or at least consciously enhances it. You know, I don't think I don't know if anything really changes, but your awareness of it. I don't know. It's just cool. Your your awareness of your awareness.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it. I mean, there's a natural side effect that happens when we notice of just making a little more space Mm. in our heads or something beyond us to to be noticed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've been playing a fun little a fun little game with myself of, um, and I have no idea of knowing how I, how I could possibly win or lose this game, but it's, I've been playing this version of like, how much awareness can I, or do I really have how much, and and how much isn't even quite the right word, but it's like, where does that awareness stop? Like Where does it end? Where's, where's the border of what I can be aware of? Uh, you know, like I'm not particularly concerned with the specifics of what I'm aware of. Some of the things I'm aware of are cool and some of them I don't like. And But it's, it is that looking at how far does that consciousness expand? Like where, how, where can the edges of me start getting blurry? Like, where do I, like, kind of like what I said earlier, where do I end and the rest of existence begin? And it's really funny to see that. And it fluctuates moment to moment, right? It it contracts and expands. But it's a fun game. The curiosity seems to be taking me into some very interesting places. <laughs> yeah. Tell me what you see. You know, I've been reading... Um, this book, and I don't know if I'm, I've mentioned it or not. I know I've mentioned it in conversation. I don't think I've mentioned it on the podcast. Um, it is called, let me bring it up. What the heck is it called? Um, the Perfume of Silence. Um, which I'm like, oh, that's a cool deep man. title. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's by Francis Lucille, who is a French, I don't know what you would call him, philosopher, for lack of a better word. And I don't understand 90% of what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds super cool. <laughs> I don't get it at all. But one of the very um, beginning, you know, it's, it's kind of like the book is, it's transcribed from conversations he's had with people and somebody asked him like, you know, how come, and it's in the, the realm of non-duality. And somebody asked him, like, how come you know, I have this idea of me and everything else out in the world is not me if everything is supposed to be one thing? And and his response was basically like, Oh, you just have a concept of your an an idea of who you are, and you've decided that it's different than what everything else is, in the same way that you would pick out red out of a rainbow and say that is different than the whole rainbow. And I'm like, my mind is just playing of like, wait. If I'm not me and everything, I've just been playing with like, I can't say as I've come up with anything like wise or succinct or (laughs) you could put on a, on a bumper sticker, but just playing with that idea of like, wait, how, like, what if I am the awareness of everything and I am not Brianne being aware of stuff?
1: Like it's completely opposite of
0: yeah and right so so to bring it back in the context context of giving up it doesn't like giving up doesn't make sense in the context from that giant awareness there is no individual Brienne trying for an individual pursuit and giving it up to a different kind of entity you know there's just Mm -hmm. stuff happening inside the hole (laughs) yes it's like is its it is it is it
1: it's shift from Mur's doing life to life's doing Mur.
0: Yeah. And you're just aware of the whole show.
1: Yeah. There's something okay. about that space that does something for me, even though I don't get it, like you said.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I <I'm> don't. So- <laughs> It is really funny. I've just, you know, there's a couple pages. I'm like, I've read this three times and I think I need to Even says in the very, very beginning of the book, like, as soon as you read it, let it go. Don't worry about understanding it. I'm like, but I need to get it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think our brains are, are built for that kind of so thing. They're not going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Cool thought to end on, though.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Mer. Thank you. thank you so much for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast episode, please do share it. We would really appreciate that. Also feel free to leave us a comment or review wherever you may be listening to this. We would love to hear from you. You can listen to more episodes and get extra notes at briannegrebel.com slash then again. You should also check out Mer's website and learn more about her at mermonson.com. That is it for this episode. Until next time, take care.